Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl here. Um, this is the second episode of 2019. Uh, we were joined, me and Julian were joined by Eric Lampere, visiting from LA where he currently resides. Um, regularly hangs out with former podcast partner Chris Martin. Uh, and yes, it was good. This is a good one. We, we chat for ages, but uh, there's a few times we get quite deep. That's one thing. Uh, when whenever I chat to Eric, we always have a little bit of a heart to heart. But it's fun. There's a lot of silliness as well. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, quick bits of admin as per usual. Uh, live shows. Come see me and Julian. We're doing uh, four dates in the next sort of month-ish. Uh, 20th of January, we're doing Crew Lyceum Theatre, just a little studio there. We're doing the Colchester Arts Centre on the 22nd of January. 30th of January is Hot Water Liverpool. That's just gone on sale. Um, if you can hear a clicking in the background, I apologise. That's my radiator. I think the heating has just come on. Uh, 13th of February, Black Horse Leicester. That's part of the Leicester Comedy Festival. We're doing the Black Horse Inn. Uh, which is a really cool pub uh, just outside on in Aylstone. I think it's just south of the city centre. Yeah, all them tickets are on sale. Go on the websites of those individual venues and you'll find them. Um, I think that's it, you know, admin with. Other than that, just kick back, enjoy a lovely catch-up with Eric, uh, me and Julian. And yeah, that's about that, innit? Have fun. Have a nice week. Um, and stay out of the cold. It's really starting to get a bit nips. Cheers, guys. Two vegan idiots. Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Eric Lampere. Oh, straight in. So we're going to go straight in today. Oh, I like that. It's live. Because I, I will also record an intro where we'll sort of say, "Hey, this week we've got." Blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. And very then nice. We will plug some live shows. Very nice. We'll. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about some other things. I like how, I like how it was just very welcome to two vegan idiots. Yeah. It wasn't like hey, it wasn't American style. Do you it was know very... what? Since Chris left, things have really chilled out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I like to do. We're not as needy anymore. You know what I mean? It's not about hey. It's more just about satin hey. men. Hey, what's hey. up? Yeah, it's cool. We're just cooler. Uh, Do you know what I, mean? I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Although um, Chris is very cool. He is cool. You know, he's he's living the LA lifestyle. He is, but he's also nerdier than me. Is he? Fucking yeah. You're a nerd? No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're a nerd when it comes to like spiritualism and like I bet you know all the monks favourite tops and like you've got the monk's favourite haircut and like the monk's favourite you know chakras what, I bet oh. you know what carrot is in next month like I don't think uh, you're a spirituality of is nerdish yeah, actually but that is a type nerdy. of nerdy is it you've got like all the books and stuff I've got a lot of books you've got a couple yeah. of tattoos you're a nerd when it comes to that alright yeah I'm a nerd but different type of nerd basically I used to smoke <laughs> so I'm not as nerdy as I Chris. don't think tattoos are a nerd thing though are they they're the opposite no they're not a nerd thing I but think I'm... they are nowadays yeah, I mean, they didn't used to Depends be. Depends what tattoos you've got. Well, that's what I mean. Nowadays, everyone's got them, innit? And you see people with, like, anime tattoos. Like, I want to get a tattoo. Have you got any tats? I've got five. Five tats? Five tattoos, you've got, yeah. um, you've got a microphone. I've got a microphone yeah. on my humorous bone. Is Just that, a little, little, little suggestion, you know, that I do, that I do stand-up comedy. Is that actually what that bone's called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny <laughs> bone. Oh, Good, isn't it? I always just thought it was just it? called the funny bone. I didn't know that humour, it was because that was it's the called humor. That's why it's called the funny bone. That's why it's called the funny bone. The Latin name for it is the funny this, bone. Though, <laughs> I believe so. Is that, I, honestly, that it is, comes from the Greek 
so, all right, so you've got a microphone on your humerus. Yeah. Right. I got a, a peace tattoo on my neck because I was like, I was 19 <laughs> and I believed in peace, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a little Which peace tattoo. Have you got it crossed out manga. yet? <laughs> Just oh, to get rid of it. You've got a swash sticker over yeah. it now. <laughs> Uh, and Can then you I cover got, this up, bro. Uh, and then I got the scream tattoo on my leg. Uh, the actual the Edward Monk, oh, yeah, 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 the Macaulay Culkin one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I got actually got Macaulay Culkin's face uh, on there. It's a um, beautiful little tattoo. Are you a fan of Monk? Is that why you got it? It's actually my favourite tattoo. Yeah, hmm. because I, I what I like about it is that this guy looks terrified. Yeah, right? yeah he's yeah, screaming yeah. at something, and we don't know what it is. But behind him, there's that sort of beautiful sunset. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, turn yeah. around, bro. Yeah, just turn around and have a look at how beautiful the world is. Yeah. And the reason I like it is because I spent most of my 20s stressed out yep. with anxiety, specifically anxiety. And I sort of related to him. And right. like, I, I would be stressing out life, life, even though I could look around and go, actually, the world is quite beautiful yeah. if, you, you, if you choose to look at it. You can see the wood for the trees, as That's, they would say. Is that correct? Don't watch the finger when you point to the moon, Bruce uh, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, that's good. Yeah, do you know what? As much as he was just oh, you'll a miss all man, the heavenly he's got some glory. Really great quotes for it. Although that was from Buddha, though, wasn't it? Right. Well, they just Bruce it Lee. In it. <laughs> he teamed it, mate. He's a fucking team. He's also man. a plagiarist, but um, you can have a run. Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know, I've got a Edvard Monk uh, fridge magnet. <laughs> Which is what he would have wanted. Yeah, it's what he would have wanted. And also, that's why I'm not a nerd. <laughs> Edvard Monk fridge magnet. <laughs> No, but what is what is a nerd? Isn't it like no, loving no. something so much that you then just sort of no. via osmosis share it with everyone? Because you nerd. go on all about all the time. Tofu this, fucking veggie that. <laughs> it's called you two vegan it. idiots, mate. What do you expect? <laughs> I'm actually currently you bang on. on about it, mate. Are you? Uh, I'm, are you doing any sort of January cleansing? I'm type? eating meat for generally. <laughs> 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 just meat, no. Are you doing anything for January? Uh, so my, my resolution, which I, I think is going to be easy to stick to, is to read more. Yeah. I think last year I only read three books. Read more tweets. Read, well, that's the thing. We got, the we're so used read to more like, Insta tweets posts. and articles and stuff that I was like, actually, I, I miss reading long form. Yeah, and I read yeah. three books last year, which were really good. Uh, Sapiens and good. Homo Deus by Yuval yeah. Noah Harari. Harari yeah. and then, Sapiens, I saw that. Who's that by? Yuval Noah Harari, and then he wrote oh, Homo Deus, which is like the sort of future of human evolution. I've not Both read that one. I've read Sapiens. Sapiens is good. Yeah, I've not. I've, I should read the follow-up. Yeah, and then uh, Max Tegmark won the the Age of Artificial Intelligence or something, or the Art of Artificial yeah, Intelligence. Yeah. And that was super interesting to sort of look at all the possibilities of where AI could go from the sort of <laughs> utopia sort of outlook the, to yeah. the dystopian To their one. taking over. Yeah. yeah. Elon Musk is terrified about it, isn't he? Yeah, well, I think it's because AI, if you're smart enough, you can create in your own basement, you know, because you've got Google and Facebook working on it. But yeah. then you could have like a genius in, you know, in the back of a van, create it and just sort of unleash it like a virus on the internet. And then all what? of a sudden... Loads of Terminators. What's the, thinking, <laughs> what's the thinking behind it always being insidious? Why is every... Every they always say, well, if we create AI, it's going to kill us. I think it's why? because people. Why? Why it's because it? people, I think, think like people. Well, exactly. We assume it's going to be like us, right? Because in that we are a sort of plague on the yeah, earth. Yeah. Essentially, it's one of the reasons why Stephen Hawking was terrified of aliens because he said, if aliens come to this planet, it'll be very much like when. Uh, Cook went to Australia. Yeah, but well, yeah, exactly. But he was basing it. In but his he was own. thinking about it yeah. as a human. Stephen Hawking was an idiot. 
Yeah, that fucking <laughs> div, mate. Just glad to be rid of him. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> um, no, but he's like that classic egoic sort of. He was a bit of a thing. nerd, wasn't he? He was. Oh, like, I mean, he proper was a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Designing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Funny criticism of Stephen Hawking. He was a fucking nerd, wasn't he? <laughs> the thing is, he's probably listening now. He probably uploaded his consciousness somewhere and he can listen to everything. You yeah, know? There, That's probably what probably. he was working on. Yeah, he died, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just talking about his death. <laughs> well, he was alive when the film was made, wasn't he? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was he? Yeah, I think so. It's quite a recent death. Yeah, a couple of years ago? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. R.I.P. Bro, hang on. So you're reading more for the new. This is your that new resolution. My my dream. Have yes. you? Have you? What are you on? Book number one of the year. No, book number two already. Oh, so you're already not bad. Sixty six percent almost of last year's. Yeah, yeah already. Yeah. And my dad, he's gone weird, right? Because he he was a jockey for yes. his whole life, and then he hurt his neck so badly that he's not even allowed on a horse anymore. So for the oh, last few years, I've seen him like lose his. Story, though, se- yeah, he, I've seen him sort of lose his sense of purpose. Had he retired? No, no, no. He was still. So that ended his. That just ended his whole thing, right? And so you could tell him. You could see that he was just lost a little bit, and he he started going mad, but in a really interesting way. Like I'd go to visit him, he was like, "Eric, I just made loads of chutneys." Right, yeah, yeah. 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 And so he was just. You could tell that he was trying loads of different things. He wanted something else, and what he's really into at the moment is going to car boot sales, finding really good things, and then selling them at a higher price, right? And he now works in an antique shop, right? And one thing that he just did. He doesn't read. He he said like I don't read. I don't like to read. But he bought about fifty books, and they were like quite old, yeah. but also like the old school Brave New World and okay. all the Shakespeare's yeah, yeah, and yeah. like all of that. And he was like, just have them. And so he just he gave me like fifty books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't take them all back home with me. Uh, yeah, that'll cost me. But uh, I live in Los Angeles. For anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, you are so. Yeah, you've been out there the longest of us all, really. There were there were people before that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) on your boat. I was really into gold, and I went there in the eighteen hundreds. But I mean, what out of the land? Out of friends I know that have started making their move over there. Yeah, I think you were the first one. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Phone going off. Is there? Is there a phone going off? A bit of. um, It's not mine. Mine's in airplane mode. Mine is not. uh, Is it mine? Could be mine. Could absolutely be. Maybe it could be Stephen Hawking. Yeah, it might be mine. Um, just there we go. Judging <laughs> everyone else, I forgot left my phone over there. Um, so read more books. Have you got any New Year's resolutions? That's a good one, actually. I might do that. Yeah. What's yours? Reading books. <laughs> <laughs> yours should be coming up with your own <laughs> fucking ideas. Mine is to copy other people. <laughs> well, you're you're I, after a smashing start. I, I do audio books, but I think there's something in reading, isn't there? That's uh, yeah. Good, I think what's difficult. <laughs> audio books, I reckon, have their. I, I, I'm not against them. I do. I like the. I like. Just the, when you're driving well, and stuff, you can't really. That's when I do my best it's reading. It's hard to get for a good bit on a novel when you've yeah, got to go find, for the toll on the M6. I, I much prefer Kindle because of the backlight when I'm driving. <laughs> Um, no, but I audiobooks are good when the, it, the person reading it's good. Like so, like the Alan Partridge uh, autobiography. Oh, amazing it's so good! If you listen to the audiobook because it's Partridge. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. But then you, but because you know his voice, you can you can read well, it as him, it. right? Yeah, you can. I've read I've read it and I listened to it, and both right. of them I enjoyed. Uh, but there is, but I think actually I don't know reading like a novel or something and then just having an audiobook where it's read by an actor or something. Right. I'd, I'd rather just read. 
yeah. and do the voices in my head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially because like, because I want to do like acting and stuff. Yeah. I actually enjoy, for example, the first book I read was Treasure Island. Yeah. Like this year, I mean. And so it was quite fun like just giving each character a voice and stuff. Yeah, and it was yeah. a good way to work on it. And especially, I'm working on my American accent. And uh, sometimes just reading out loud in an American course, accent yeah, is a good, yeah. good training. Like the, the book I'm currently reading, Mythos, is by Stephen Fry. And because we all know his voice, it's actually quite enjoyable reading it as him in, in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like David Attenborough, like if you read a David Attenborough book, you, you have to read it yeah, yeah. like this, which will take a long, <laughs> long time. Yeah, but it's quite fun reading it as them. Well, yeah, and also I'm well good at accents in my head. I in my head, so I have to do them out loud. <laughs> the moment I do them out loud is when they fall to shit. But um, yeah, that's a good. I mean, that's a very good one. But if you know, you. you've not come up with any actual. No, just write more, read more. Um, just work at the same things in it. Yeah, I've been yeah. to the gym twice. Oh, that's is, good. Uh, I've, ran, I've been running. Tell, but <laughs> I did. I, I, actually, <laughs> I, don't I, did, to, I don't need to say that. But I've like. not seen you in a while, actually, and I did think you you looked very handsome. Oh, I did say that. Firstly, your beard's great. I've been telling people that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 when you know. <laughs> um, but no, you look great, mate. You look great. You, it doesn't. It, ta- it takes though. It takes about four weeks for your brain to get used to a change. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And that's why like New Year's so resolutions are so days, hard. Isn't it? Is it twenty-one days to break a habit? That's what they say. To make or to make one or to break. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's like to, to change something. You know, you, it's possible, but it takes a lot. You know, a long time. Like I did hypnotherapy last year. I guess for, for what? But, uh, well, for just to deal with a few issues I had from my past, like little traumatic things that were sort of bringing me down. Elaborate. And I did. Really. I did. I can if you want. It doesn't bother me. But I did. For, I did for eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. And you could tell that in the first four five weeks. Firstly, there was definitely huge changes yeah, yeah, yeah. in my behavior and my happiness levels. But also, uh, you could tell my brain was going, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, do you not remember when we used to like be sad about everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this is, this is what I know. Well, it's because that's well practiced for years, right. isn't it? It's like walking a path, making a path across grass. You keep going that way, it'd be just easier to go that yeah. way, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Brain... Even, even if it's like a self-destructive thing, yeah. uh, that's what your brain knows. And actually, your brain will listen to you. I know it's a weird thing to say, but if you every day, if you say, like, I'm, I'm actually happy today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you wake up and go, everything's actually all right. And you, you make yourself believe that. Then your brain goes, all right, I'll follow your lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, really gr- weird. Gratitude lists and things are, are good for some people. Yeah, you they? have to tell yourself that. Like, like one of the things I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, though, one of the things I didn't realize I had was I, 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 was, I, I thought I was ugly for like eight years. Thanks, man. And, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But basically, do you remember that advert I did? Up Your Viva yeah, in 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, um, with Thingy-Majig. No, it was Bruce Willis. The first of a bit of TV was this thing I did called Up Your Viva. It was a catchphrase for MTV. And my face was on a fucking screen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. because I do look sort of, you know, clownish, if you like, and I know how to use my body, yeah, I yeah. made myself look grotesque, right? But the thing is... Uh, there was so much abuse online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, a... I'm talking about like I, so death threats and stuff like that. I was one of the first comics to change his name on Facebook, I, you know, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be found anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I've seen that. Like as we all get more, more and more famous, we've all hidden our identities on Facebook and created a sort of fan page. Yeah, but I had to hide because people were mean, man. It was really interesting. It was a sort of first time I've. It was like a public shaming. It was, yeah. There was, there it was, was like, an early one as well. Yeah, I remember like thinking. It was my first is... bit of TV. That's one of the reasons why, uh, for a while, I would say no to like doing uh, panel shows and stuff because I actually didn't want to be on TV for a while. And uh, there was Facebook groups and quite a few, let's say, dozen Facebook groups dedicated to how ugly I was. Right. Fuck. And yeah. uh, one group was about two hundred thousand. 
200 a year. <laughs> I knew it was you. There was another one. <laughs> Copycat. There was about, about 200,000 people that liked one of them, right? Which is quite an insane number. 200,000 people. Some, it was, so, it was something insane. Fucking, you could tour on the back of that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, because like now, if that happened to me now, I could laugh it off and I could actually genuinely sort yeah, of use it for good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that was when I first started stand-up. I mean, that's going to kick anyone in the fucking head. So, it? and what was weird is that someone was like, well, you didn't have to listen to that. But when a whole country yeah, tells yeah, yeah. you, it's hard to look at the data and go, well, all right. And so Definitely. I thought I was ugly. And then uh, I just got rid of that in hypnotherapy. And yeah. now I'm obviously beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone the other way. Now I'm really, now really narcissistic. I'm really arrogant. <laughs> now I want to be a top model. I'm doing LA's next top model. But what was weird about that is because I thought I didn't mind being ugly in that like, you know, I was like, well, it's it's working for cinema. Like I'm getting roles out yeah, of it. So yeah. I didn't mind. Also, if you're a comic, it's not, you know, it's not. Weirdly, we're one of the few sort of performance-based art forms entertainment whatever you want to call it uh, where it can almost be a strength to be quirky yeah. looking and yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't have to be traditionally good looking right. if anything it can be a distraction do you yes. know what I mean when you a see somebody are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I find often it takes <laughs> just people a few minutes just to get used to it but, just like uh, whoa you know I really you know I do have dress down a lot <laughs> no but it is that thing of actually it's it can sometimes be in your favour to walk on and look a bit fucked and be yeah, like yeah, you sure. know dishevelled yeah. it just makes it puts people at ease a lot better than if you yeah. imagine walking on you're super funny but you're also fucking like you know you look like Brad Pitt it's difficult, man. It, it's people, difficult. some people are going to be like fuck they do yeah, yeah, what have you sure. got to tell me is it, and if you're funny as well like, I think there is that you know almost subconscious distrust of somebody who's attractive funny smart you know yeah I'm, now, I'm, now, I'm now struggling me and Julian are really yeah, struggling it's hard, yeah. we're going to start I'm our not, own podcast I'm not I've it's very much kept my it's hard at the top the looks <laughs> Wait, you've gone through like a hell of a different change from like I've when you first started. Paired it down. And also, because all of that covering myself, when I used to have big hair and big glasses and all that, that was exactly because for the same reason. I always didn't like how I looked. Oh, right. so, so I basically did. almost turned myself into a cartoon because at least oh, then yeah. I could own it. Do you know right. what I mean? I could be funny about it. I could be, oh, look at the state of me. But right. that was all because I grew I was a fat kid. That was all it was. I was... I was re- I was a really big teen, and yeah. I, I got to, into my mid teens. It started. He said, "I was teen." Huh? I thought you said ting. I was a really big teen. <laughs> I was a, a probably big, big ting on the road. <laughs> no, so I was always that in my head. I was always that really fat kid who was sort of had nicknames for how fat he was, and right. But then, it, yeah, once it fell off in my teens, it, it, it doesn't go away. You know, I know people like who are now super fit and healthy, but were fat t- kids. And they still see themselves. They still as hold that, yeah, totally. Yeah. Body dysmorphia. So that's what my yeah, that's weird, what mine was. So I always had that. And, and I see, didn't, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it on stage, but it was when I was off stage. Yeah, I sort of yeah, had no yeah, confidence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you saw like my wife, right? I'm getting a sweet divorce this year, but um, <laughs> but uh, actually, we're still <laughs> power to the club. Yeah, thanks, man. A sweet uh, divorce, sweet little divorce. Uh, but uh, she found it really strange because she was stunning, right? Smart, all lovely, and all that. But she found it weird that I was like. Yeah, but I'm I'm weird, like I'm I'm ugly. She was like, "You're not ugly." Yeah, and it was yeah, yeah. I could tell it was really frustrating her as well to just be someone who didn't believe in themselves, kind of thing. I wouldn't look in the mirror. I didn't realize that I did this for years. What if you looked on reason look reason for divorce? Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, yeah. Right at the end of all that. Oh, nice, come on, nice chats. <laughs> <coughs> no, pain in the ass is probably the yeah, yeah, reason. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was really interesting getting rid of that. And I would recommend it to anyone. How many sessions did you do? So it was eight sessions, but it was online. So it was quite a broad thing in that, like, they would, she would talk about it, and 
just go just go like okay now that we're in you know now that we're sort of in the in the, in the zone what what is a memory that was that caused you great pain when yeah. you were young and essentially that'll come in your own head everyone's got their own memory that caused them pain and did you go back and alter the memory yeah so you go in I've done the memory a bit of that. it's really weird but like i entered my memory uh, me the 32 year old entered these all these different me- memories I had, and I went in there and sort of took care of it. Yeah, and was, as and an was, adult, and went in there and looked after yeah. yourself as a kid. Right, yeah, I went in there as an adult and then took care of the kid version of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. really interesting. It was also like just looking at it from a dis- different perspective. Well, like, that's like, similar to the ayahuasca thing. We, when we did ayahuasca, I had that exact experience. Oh, really? Being taken back he to, looked after you as a kid. Yeah, I went back and had a look at you and you were a little fucking ugly... <laughs> no, no, I, <laughs> no I, um, basically, I was taken back to childhood moments. Right. And it was like sort of Scrooge, you know. I mean, it was like I was being taken to see them now as me now, yeah. looking at them with you know an extra twenty eight years of life right, and experience right. and knowledge and all that, and just seeing how how I was, was how was I prepared to deal with it then because I yeah, was just yeah. a kid, you know. What I mean, and whereas give now, them a and just be like, yeah. mate, you're gonna smash it. Like but also right, holding mate. on to how you felt at that point, you know, is natural. But mm. you can ha- be a different person now. You you should be allowed to sort of just think about it differently. You shouldn't have to hold on to the, how you felt then. Right. You should be allowed to go. Actually, now I can look at it now and go, that's nah, it's fine. Don't need it anymore. Exactly. It's, and it's weird because you you like. One of the reasons why I really struggled in my 20s was people would... I was hard work to be around, right? But I also understood that the way I was thinking was what helped me survive when I was young. I was homeless for four years. Yeah. And so my way of thinking helped me survive. No, it was like Newmarket and stuff. And it was kind of out of a bag. So I wasn't on the street because I was 15. So people actually felt sorry for me. But it was like jumping from one bed to another constantly. And then I was embarrassed. So I would stay like at school sometimes or I'd stay like in friends' gardens but I wouldn't tell them that I was in their garden, just out of shame, right? <laughs> yeah. It was just embarrassing. Um, it's fucked, but it's quite, I mean, it'd be quite, I mean, the, the concept No, no, I can't wait to funny. actually talk about, yeah, now yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I can talk about it on stage, because I never thought I could talk about it on stage. That's interesting. And um, what was really interesting, what got me started on this, was a friend was asking me about my childhood, and I was sort of shared it, and she was like, oh, that's really brave. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, you were 15 when that happened, yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, yeah, that's really brave. Look at you now, you live in LA and stuff. You're making movies. And all of a sudden, the same memory, but just looked at it from a different oh, point of view. Absolutely, yeah. I kept, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I kept looking at it like I'm a victim. And I was like, well, none of us are victims. If you're yeah, yeah, here yeah. right now, you're alive and you've gone through it. So yeah. <clears throat> it was really a, interesting. I, had a, I was drinking with friends just before Christmas, having like a sort of end of year get together with like my old mates. And it's that um, funny thing of, yeah, like looking back, I always think of myself at school as being a bit of a quiet you know, I know I was sort of, I hung out with, I was, I was quite funny with mates, but like, I, I always felt like the little fat funny one at the end of the group <laughs> right, right. who would just try and say things funny because I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be bullied and right. essentially, but I didn't, I, I didn't, basically I, I didn't realise until other people tell you what their perception of you was, you don't actually know what you came across <laughs> as. And we were talking and one of them went, one of them made an, a sort of offhand comment about how argumentative I was at school. I was like, what do you mean argumentative? And like, this is funny because Chris always used to wind me up about being having an inability to accept when I'm wrong. And I think I used to, I didn't realise this is quite a recent development where I learned I used to be like that and now I've calmed down. But I, I and then everyone in the group was like, yeah, you used to argue with teachers all the time. You used to get sent home and stuff like that. And I remember like, I suddenly had this sort of like flashback of all these times of me getting sent out of class and suspended because I had full on arguments with teachers about me being convinced they were wrong about what they were trying to teach me. 
And I was like, what kind of fucking arrogant little shit does that? <laughs> and, you, and, and all those memories sort of were disappeared they and were logged gone. in. They it's just... amazing how they can all come back, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah. that's a good quality, though, really, because teachers are wrong. Yeah, sometimes. but not when you're 15. You're 15, you should know. It is that classic thing of like, you know, don't get me wrong. I think if a teacher is categorically wrong, you should be able to tell them. But I would just argue for the sake of arguing. Just Did you want to prove that you were, like, intelligent? Because that's certainly a thing that I had. Yeah, I definitely think I was trying to, yeah, prove, like... Okay, and do you, know why, do you know why I know that? Again, hypnotherapy. I was slapped by a teacher when I was young because wow. I couldn't understand something in front of the whole class. Oh, my God. Right? And... That's a good I, teacher, I, I, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I like way, that style. Is that mine? Is that, it was is that Montessori, was it? Was it one of those Steiner schools? <laughs> what, Rick's we learn with, we, uh, we learn with creative play. What the fuck? <laughs> but actually, from that moment on, it's interesting. I don't regret that it happened because from that moment on, I was actually a good boy. I was always doing homework and A's, but for some reason, I could not understand this one thing. Yeah. And he must have had a bad day and he slapped me. And I, was I could not England, understand because I was ne- in France. Was I it? was in Belgium, yeah, ah. at the time. And, um, and, uh, and, and then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute, is that the moment I wanted to prove that I. Because then all of a sudden, I kept wanting to prove that I was smart. Yeah, I'd get yeah, into yeah. debates. And on stage, I remember Joel Dummett once was going, Eric. You're a comedian first, a scientist second. Yeah, Because yeah, I, yeah. I would go on stage and just share... Just do experiments. things about science. Yeah, yeah. just get fucking just test tubes look out. look for cancer. Uh, and, and that was interesting. I, I was like, oh, maybe that's where it, that comes from. Yeah. Julian, what about you? What, what do you want to change about yourself? Are you, or are you just perfect? It's hard to change perfection, but <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I just want to get fitter, get healthier, stop yeah. smoking fucking roll-ups, man. It's only because my vapes broke. <laughs> so that's me about you <laughs> I want to read more books as well yeah, yeah. And, uh, do it man mm. like you know fiction or I, want, facts I feel like I want to do more like self development but I feel like maybe I'm just I don't know I'll do it too much do you know what I mean well I think you go through phases of doing it to the point of you're ju- or you're just you're not doing it without actually implementing it that's what I've noticed yeah you know it's that thing of it happens to a lot philosophizing of people philosophizing about it a lot of people get into self-help and it ends up just what happens is rather than actually do it like using the things they're learning to help themselves what they end up doing is just just doing more and more self-help and it ends up they're just re- yeah. This next book books. will fix me this next teacher will fix yeah. me right, right, right. Actually, this next hypnosis it's like an addiction fix- yeah to, uh, Trying to fix yourself whenever, yeah. without actually when you doing just got to have, have a spliff, you know what I mean. That's but is that is that because, well, mate, the marijuana? T- I'm, I'm a big a fan. Oh, LA, yeah. LA weed I never used to smoke it in the UK because I, I was always like, oh, this is fine. And people smoke it with tobacco as well, and I don't smoke cigarettes. So I was like, oh, this is fine, whatever. Move over there, and my world has changed for the better. Like, and and I think maybe like now with this new hypnotherapy thing. I've got more confidence because like when I'd write I'd start writing and then maybe within 10-20 minutes I'd have that voice going ah you're not really good enough and this isn't good enough right. I was like god damn it and now I'm like my own best friend I'm like Eric not only is this great but afterwards we'll get a pizza and right. I'm like oh thanks man that's great and, yeah. but with weed I was in I was in the world. You can zone it. Like, you can zone in a lot better with it. I think. Yeah, yeah. You can oh, shut shut stuff out. And, and certainly with American weed, because there's such a variety that yeah. you can pick the thing that you really enjoy, um, like a good wine. Mm. I really like it. I, I'd like to say as well, I'm now newly vegetarian. How are you? Well done. I started. I started vegetarianism about the, two months ago. Welcome to the sort of club. Yeah, yeah. Sort of club. I can't <laughs> give up a, eggs and cheese yet. No, because that's probably the French part of you. Yes. Uh, yeah. In fact, I was—I just got back from France yesterday for a week, and uh, 
I did give up my vegetarianism just then. So I, I, maybe I'm vegetarian now from now. From now, from today. Uh, but because like, I, I went over there, some restaurants don't even have vegetarian options. No, I know. Still in France. Absolutely. Um, and I didn't mind eating meat because uh, my, uh, my mum's um, partner, he hunts. And I kind of don't mind that. Like, what I mind is the sort of what manufactured hunt, industrial... Unless he hunts pigs from a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He hunts people. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, is he hunting, like, difficult... And my, my issue with hunting is, if it's a genuine, like, if you're out living in the woods and you're... I, I, I don't... I genuinely... I can justify, like, I could understand why people say, like, you know, they're hunting just what they eat. And, yeah. you know, there is that sort of... Sort of hunting an animal that is clearly part... You know, a fair adversary right 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 when somebody hunts like i don't know something that's really easy to catch i'm always a bit like anyone who hunts pheasants right. they're the dumbest animal i've ever seen <laughs> have you ever driven behind a pheasant like they just no. run in front of the car they don't go off the road <laughs> like so if you if you think that is hunting shooting one of them right right and you're a div you know what i mean because you that you're making it so easy on you could yourself. just right. grab like, it and put it in a bag totally you know what I mean? Oh, really? I've yeah. Never, I've never well, hunting, hunting is still, um, I think that's the best way to get, not that I'd do it. Don't get me wrong, if everyone, if, 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 if there was no such thing as agricultural yeah. farming, I think that would be. I think, yeah, farming. I think he goes for wild boars. Like, like, and, and he, does he, he eat does them? It with, yeah, yeah, he eats the whole thing and stuff. And he's a patisserie chef. He's insanely French and he's very much about nature. And he, like, yeah. he's got, like, a cabin in the woods and he stays there for, like, a week. And like it was so funny when he he brought my mum for a first date basically out there, and he was like, "Yeah, oh, you can have this amazing time." And she was like, "This is bullshit." Boar hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "Yeah, go get." She, he was like, "She was like, oh, where's the toilet?" He was like, oh, "There's a hole over there." He's very much about nature right. and that's, animals. I mean, that's and, the thing. His his actual, you know, that's the thing. As as easy as it would be as a vegan to go, "Well, he's killing an animal." Right. His environmental impact is. Oh, he got into a massive argument with his dad. It's his dad's a big meat eater. And he yeah. got into a massive argument about it with his dad, like, literally in front of me, which is kind of interesting to watch, because he was going, yeah, but these fucking factories, like, yeah, he yeah, does totally. not eat meat from shops. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, On yeah. a moral level, you could argue that his, even though he's, if he's hunting to eat and stuff, his environmental impact is so much lower than most vegans And also, they're in their own environment, Yeah, and will buy largely cultivated processed vegan foods have you been to Temple which is that that burger joint by King's Cross yeah 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 it's great I went there because one of the things I miss and it's I don't know why but it is gross it's a KFC chicken uh, burger uh, with hash brown. Oh, right, my, just what the tower burger? Yeah, fillet tower burger. Oh mate. my that god, used to be my favourite burger. It's oh, <laughs> mate, fried chicken is my. That's the thing. When people say, "What do you miss?" Like, do you miss? I, and all people say, "What are like? Well, if you if you gave up meat, why do you want to eat things that look and taste like meat?" It's Idiots. like because I like the fucking taste of nutter. I just don't like what it is. Right. Like, yeah, but that, I, when I go to like them temple man, that, and I was a, I was fried a, chicken, I was vegan fried away. chicken. Yeah, like, I used to eat. So the one in chicken. Hackney's that. Same. There's one in Hackney. There's also one yeah, on the canal there. in King's Cross. I had popcorn chicken. It was. Oh my right. god! Yeah. I was blown away. It's it amazing. Pre- pretty much the same. I wasn't it's made of it. kidney beans, isn't it? No, it's made of seitan. It's um, so it's wheat gluten. But it's um, I, yeah. I thought I, you know, I wouldn't want to eat it every day. You know what I mean? No, it's I, like a little treat. It's like a yeah. treat for when I wanted meat. Exactly. I was like, oh, I was, I was, oh, I was so happy because that's one of the things I was like. Because I do miss, I, I do miss sort of the idea of eating meat. Um, but what's like? What would be a substitute to eggs? There's loads of substitutes. What, you, what, what sort of eggs? Like, you talking? Mo- what, what, what do tofu scrambled eggs? Can't yeah. You? What flavour egg are you talking about? Like what shape? Uh, <laughs> I don't mind the shape. It's just for me. My ritual is when I wake up in the morning, I do a coffee. I do like a quick omelette. 
right? Right. And I pretty much do that every day without necessarily changing my ritual. Chickpea omelette, mate. You can make it out of chickpea flour yeah. with uh, black salt, yeah. and it'll taste like an omelette. For real? Yeah, because basically what it is is the chickpeas have got the sort of similar protein... Uh, makeup of eggs and it's very proteiny so when you when you cook with it it sort of has that sort of you know quite te- yeah, yeah the texture the protein texture right. bond like sort of and, and the texture becomes quite full the black salt gives it the egg flavor because eggs don't taste of eggs they taste of sulfur right that's what oh, the flavor is right, so if you right. put black salt in it it just tastes of eggs all right easy mate I'll, I'll just use this as a recipe, <laughs> recipe thing <laughs> but that's the thing it's, it, what it, do you do blend it in a Nutribullet and then just no I just I, in a bowl I put some chickpea flour some I use some sort of try and use unflavoured milk like a sort of rice milk or a oat milk or something and you whisk it up and then you I put some turmeric I put some of the black salt put some other little herbs in there yeah that sounds that, delicious that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah it does that, sound delicious. that's your omelette base I think that's, so I think that's why easy. people struggle with like giving up like meat two or fried whatever. eggs on top it's, it's nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound good though. Sort of it's grated steak. cheese you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, that, it's that learning some veal something else isn't it but it's also as someone challenge. who likes their science you'd, I think you'd like getting into because I like I love cooking so for me I love the challenge of learning to cook again and cooking yeah. everything a vegan alternative or whatever but not a, it doesn't have to be a vegan alternative in that it doesn't have to be a meat replacement you can actually do it with like sort of just plant-based stuff. yeah yeah but i think you'd enjoy the actual scientific side of it learning about how things react and yeah yeah, yeah. You know, no, learning how to make like that fried chicken stuff is just glutinous wheat yeah so yeah. the gluten is such a high gluten count in it that it's basically that the proteins bond like meat so once you that, learn, is, that is amazing. Once yeah, you yeah. learn about it, it's like fuck. This is impressive, man. <laughs> what has happened here? Julian's phone's gone mental. It's come off Facebook Live, but I'll fix it. You feel, all right. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's yeah. So you, you, I think you'd enjoy the. I would like it, and also it. like I'm not going to be hard on myself. Like I think one of the reasons people struggle with giving up something is that they want to break their rules. Like yeah. maybe having one bit of meat, and then they'll have one bit of meat, and instead of going, that was all right, and then yeah. you can carry on being vegetarian I'm like well fuck it I failed and then they go back yeah. to like, cannibalism you could do like one or two days a week vegan or something like that yeah like like cheese genuinely like a delicious piece of brie until you can replicate that yeah I mean that cannot that. be replicated I, as, yeah. I won't give that up yeah, yeah. but also I'm not I don't eat brie in like America yeah they can't make it cheese in and America I heard is shit it's shit but I think it's because they, they won't allow themselves to pasteurise it the, the way French people do you know right. essentially like breeze has got I don't know just really mould it's like mould right <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, they yeah. leave it out for, for days and days and stuff yeah yeah and that's how it happens and uh, I think Americans find that too dangerous um, yeah but they will pump everything full of chemicals yeah right right and so um, <laughs> they'll eat bits of ham that look like fucking <laughs> cardboard pink so, cardboard so because of that like when they import brie let's say from France you know, it's available. Yeah. But it's like 10 times the price. And as a Frenchman, yeah. I will not pay that price no. for my delicious brie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And Roquefort. I mean, that, that you know that sort of smelly, green mould yeah, yeah, yeah. cheese? Until you can replicate that, I won't give that up. Right. But I, I won't eat, I don't eat it in America. So yeah, actually, yeah, I will yeah. treat myself to it. I think it's okay to treat yourself to little bits well, it's not about perfection is it that's little the thing that I slipped up in Edinburgh a couple of times with mackerel I ate a couple of times yeah 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 I felt like I was lacking something in my body though but maybe it's a mackerel <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> maybe I don't know what I said but yeah well, the thing, it's not, it's, I mean I you know I, I sort of I've been quite good at I've not slipped up for quite a few years per, like consciously yeah but I understand I think that sort of 
people like who you know say i think there's some people get angry about phrases like flexitarian and stuff people that have like will have like one day a week when they're not um, six days when they're vegan and have a go at them for that and i i, I get what they're saying they want people to be doing it properly but yeah. i actually think i'd rather if that's the only way they can manage it currently i'd rather them do that yeah than like you say just go well fuck it then if yeah, i'm not gonna yeah. be perfect if i'm gonna get criticized for my effort the fact that you know, you're giving, think, if you're giving up like two days off yeah of me it's all about yeah. gently isn't it you lure them in yeah it's because animals are getting it. like slaughtered and stuff isn't it well, so when brutal. people are like yeah when people are like angry about it i do it's like i understand totally understand yeah. i mean that's what i've gone through like cows have to be like raped that. to get milk and stuff to have to be yeah well, it's basically, it's, it is basically who's the yeah. guy doing that yeah i know <laughs> that's anywhere a condom <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's it. Just gonna fuck all the cows. I tell you what, though, but that's why it's, I understand why people. And they're getting their calves dragged. I mean, it's brutal to watch, man. And you think, brutal. just so I can have a little bit in my teeth. I you know, know it's what I mean? mental. But at the same time, you've got to. It's hard, but you've got to remove yourself from it and understand it. Just because you can't deal with that, and you've you've made that step away from it, others aren't gonna bother educating themselves because they'd rather not know yeah 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 i mean i didn't watch any of that until i went vegan and i'm watching vegan videos just for the recipes then yeah, you yeah. see i always put like slaughter things on there and it's like fuck <laughs> off. Hell, mate. i'm already a vegan i don't <laughs> need to see this <laughs> it's just it. brutal man <laughs> it is quite harsh in a, i was you know the greek mythology book that i read yeah. in there i tell you what there's so much cow rape it's insane is there just because for the fun of it zeus so zeus Massive rapist, right? Oh yeah, yeah. What, the and god, he, the head of the god, king yeah. of the gods. Yeah. He, well, he, most of his, all the demigods were his. You know, the ch- children of rapes. Basically, it's just like the way it's phrased is like you know he tries and they don't want it, so he keeps trying until yeah. they're like, all right, Jesus. But also, like sometimes they'll be asleep and he goes yeah. in. But also, he does it sometimes by transforming himself into like yeah, so he yeah. loves transforming. I think the Me Too thing stopped a lot of that, didn't it? In the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Greece, it's a lot better now. Like Athens is a lot safer from Zeus. The gods yeah. really are. You know, what I mean, watching Mount what Zeus they're doing. and Hades are much safer places now. For I tell you what, Hades. Not, I don't think there was a single rape by Hades really? so far. But that's because good, good for him. Oh yes, and also he's got, he's got a wife. That's what where a all nice the rapists guy. went. No, all the rapists were sent to Hades. Right, and that was probably outlawed there because that would be hell for them as not being able to do it. Mm, true, <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. Guys. Might be, that might be it. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Let's move on from what Zeus, you're saying. I thought no, Zeus. I I'm just saying that Zeus like, sounds like a bit of a twat. Yeah, uh, it does he feel was actually, a little bit like that. The yeah. gods back then, though, like, what an when arsehole. you read, I studied ancient history, and like, yeah, the gods were not. Uh, they were oh, not the most. I still prefer sorts. them to like the mono, monotheism. I watched ones. Clash of the Titans. Oh, that's that's uh, that was all I know about Zeus. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's good uh, film, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Which one, the original or the newer one? The original, yeah. Yes, oh, the one. originals are good. The Kraken and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. But yeah, they were they were right old. They loved meddling, didn't they? That's the thing. Like he's, he turned a medal because t- like, uh, his his wife Hera is always keeping an eye on Zeus. Right? He's got a wife. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got a wife, right? And he keeps cheating on her, like with multiple people. In fact, Jupiter, which is the Roman version of Zeus, all the moons there's four, well there's four, the four Galilean moons. <laughs> are named after Zeus's lovers, but not his wife. And um, and one of them, oh, for example, he was like, oh, Hera's keeping an eye on this. Yeah. And so he turned one of the beautiful women that he wanted to do, he turned her into a cow, and then he put that cow in the field. And and Hera was like, that cow looks 
mighty beautiful today. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. He, and he was like, oh, is, is she? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know that. And she, was, and she was like, oh, well, I'll, I'll have her. I'll have that cow. And he was trying to act coy. He was like, yeah, have her, whatever. Yeah. Like, have her, well, I don't care. And then she like slaughtered the cow because oh, Zeus wants to... So it's just mean, isn't it? It yeah. is quite mean. It's just not on, really. <laughs> Thinking he's a king of the gods and shit, man. But it, the power would go to your head, I think, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. I feel like... Being would, king of the gods, yeah. I think it'd bring out the worst in me. If I was omnipresent, uh, I, I, I know that I would try There'd be a lot the, of rapes. No, no rape. I, I don't think I'd rape. But um, <laughs> it, it would, the power would certainly go to my head. Like, my wife said... Uh, if I had the power to give you powers, I wouldn't give you powers. Because you can deal with it. Because I would go mad. Because I would start with all doing good things. All power corrupts. Like, uh, yeah. all rapists, boom, disappear. Yeah. That's, not, that's not, not a bad job, right? And then I go, okay, but what else can I fix? Because right? I'd want to fix everything. Because yeah. I really want a good world. And so I would, like, land in, like, on the Gaza Strip, right, between Israel and Palestine. And I'd be like, you two have one week to sort this out. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Why I've been you, hearing you, you two arguing since I was born. You could just sort it out, though. Sort yourself. it out. But you could sort it out. No, it's because I would give people free will. <laughs> no, you're but not that rapists. Yeah, but then. Yeah. No, but I'm saying this is the thing. This is no, but it's just just what you do. So you'd say, right, let's get rid of all rapists. Let's banish them into the thin air. Right. But then you start working down the crimes. This is how power corrupts. You start working your way down the crimes. Then right? littering murderers. And yeah, you end up with somebody cuts you up in traffic and you're like, boosh, he's gone, mate. No, I wouldn't do that. You see, I, I, would, I would still be quite good. I don't have too much Just use the issue. existing laws we've got. No, I, well, no, because I'm, I'm the all-powerful this is one, it. so you I would become king of the planet. But that's Just phone it. the police. I mean, already, I'm going, oh, no. Like, this is yeah. it. This is why you shouldn't have these powers. But if you went over to great Gaza power Strip... comes great responsibility as uh, Uncle yeah, but surely, Ben said in Spider-Man. people would like that. I'd go to Gaza Strip, you got a week... Giving them a week, that's not bad. But you'd give them their own free will, and that's and it would just carry on. They'd I be like, Yeah, I'll wait, mate. Humans to work it out themselves. But what's the what after that's a what week if they haven't sorted it? Oh, they're all do? gone, exactly. So it's not free will, is it? Well, they've got a week, or they're dead. <laughs> <got a> week. <laughs> yeah. It's not free will, is it? Oh, you're, oh, it's like slavery, isn't it? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of. You know. So at the end of it, you'd have the whole world as your slave, yeah, yeah, but equal opportunity. True. Right? I'm not judging. It's not on the, not on the colour of the skin, but not on gender. Just on, do what I do or you're but you dead. you are judging. You'll be the judge of whether or not they have sorted it out. They might both have come to a conclusion you're not happy with. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll listen to them. <laughs> I'll listen to their argument. <laughs> We're seeing the I don't think, Also, I don't like, think you honest, should do it. I just don't think you should. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the movie, the latest Avengers movie, where Thanos just sort of... Yeah, with I, hate, a, I hated it. You don't, like, you don't like it? I don't like Marvel films, but oh, okay, I, um, there, there's that one in particular I didn't like. And so what I liked about that was that it's the first time you sort of what, see a, uh, a bad guy that you can sort of understand. Yeah. I certainly was on his side the whole time. What, kill half the planet? Yeah, do it. Yeah. It's like with Watchmen, isn't it? That, the, climate, you know. the climate crisis is bad, isn't it? If we got rid of half of people. Yeah. True. But equal opportunity, half. But then well, who, how do you pick the half? That's the thing. Well, then, he just did it at random. Yeah, totally. People should the, stop having kids. But I wouldn't really do it at random. That's the thing. Huh? I wouldn't do it at random. But then yours would be worse and yours would be... I'd be worse. Yeah, I'd be a de- terrible person. Yeah, because you think about it, because this, uh, this is the way it would be like, when people say we need to stop people having kids, what they're, a lot of the time what they're saying is we need to stop certain people having kids. You know what I mean? They think they're saying it like okay, caring about the planet. Well, no, because if, if you said, all right, who are you going to stop having kids? 
Like who you? Like if you said I'm going to kill half the world population now, would right. you start with council estates? Well, yeah, no, this, <laughs> no. no, but you you would only, but, imagine you start <laughs> trying to quantify and qualify who's going to get in. No, it's definitely difficult. Well, because you'd, you'd say, all right, we need people who are scientists and doctors and all that, right? All of a sudden, then you start looking at, hang on, where are most of those people produced in certain countries? Countries uh, that are below know, a certain level. No, but I'm I'm intelligent enough to understand that, like, just because you don't get the education doesn't mean that you're not a potential genius. So that potential me, genius, but I'm saying if you're doing it as current, bang. No, no, but yeah, I wouldn't do that. But like, for example, I don't uh, think you'd be a good god. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd be vengeful. <laughs> don't but like, do for it, example, man. like Brexit, right? Using that as an example, yeah. right? Um, I do feel like a lot of people were duped into voting. Right into voting like something that may be against their own interests Bo- on both right? sides. On both sides, yeah. They didn't get all the information, and sometimes I just think not everyone's allowed to vote. Well, also, no, right? but, Even that, that's, yeah. that's but that's a dumb not, thing. You but, can't do that, but no, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But then but I, also, I just go, if you, you don't can't, have all the information, you can't you're give not them all getting... the information. They, they know what, no, you, no, none of us here, and most most people who aren't global economists wouldn't understand most oh, I of the would, information. No, I have no idea. <coughs> but that's, I understand that. I yeah. don't have any idea. I'm not a god. But like, uh, okay, climate climate crisis. Yeah. It seems like 99% of the scientists are going, okay, well, there's, there's definitely something here yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. how humans are affecting the, 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 the climate. Some right? say it isn't. Is that right? Yeah. Very, very small percentage. The smallest percentage. They're, still, they're still experts, though, aren't they, or not? Yeah, but if you look at... Uh, uh, so like ninety five percent of them are saying we yeah, are affected. Like, like if you're going to go to a doctor, ninety five percent of doctors are going to say something. You're probably going to go yeah, towards ninety five percent, right? And and I feel like they should be in charge right now of organizing a sort of global community, which they're working at. But and yet politicians will go against that. And in my head, I'm going, well, no, I don't. I don't approve of that. Yeah. If 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 they know, they know best. I'm not a scientist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to put my trust. You're in You're a god. Scientists. We've already established. Well, in this reality, that'd be <laughs> lovely. But in okay, in this reality, if I was a god, I would put the scientists in in charge of. But then I'll policy. Well, yeah, policy for the, a better planet. Yeah. But for yeah, some yeah. reason, it's you know the politicians who are getting paid by oil people or, yeah, or, yeah. or whatever, and that, for example, I don't agree with. Which is why I don't think that if let's say. America was allowed to vote about what should be done with the climate. I wouldn't. Re- I wouldn't respect their opinion because half of them, at least half of them, don't really. More than half. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't really know what's going on too much because I'm not a meteorologist. We should put our faith and our. What's that? that was a chair. That was God. <laughs> Someone's probably got shot. <laughs> But that, do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's why Eric's like, just been shot. <laughs> CIA, this we're going to wrap up. <laughs> CIA just don't like the mate. don't like the cut of your gym. And Crap. I, that, that, so that, I I feel in sort of weird turmoil because I believe that we are all equals, and yet with that I'm like, but we're not all equals when it comes to like intelligence of a particular yeah, yeah. subject. But this is that that's so. Um, I've, I've I did a routine the other day. I was trying out some new stuff about how. We've stupidly created a, a, a sort of environment where we tell people that everyone's opinion is valid, and it's not. But it isn't. No, no, it's not. It, everyone's opinion is valid, on, but they're entitled to it, aren't they're they? They're entitled yeah. to it. I believe. But, yeah, in free but it speech. shouldn't be. Not every opinion should be respected. Like, if, like you, like you say there, like your opinion should only your opinions on anything should only be respected to the level that your knowledge of that subject. If it's informed, yeah. Is, if informed, because like, yeah, somebody who. 
talking about climate change, if you have somebody who's, who's genuinely been studying it since they were 14, they knew they wanted to go into that field, they yeah. went to university, they went, they did like all these different, you know, apprenticeship type things in like sort of labs around the world, yeah, and then yeah. they've risen up and now they're, they've, they've got 25 years professional experience you know, yeah, yeah. investigating climate change. Their opinion is definitely worth more than some lemon, and and that's what that's what I mean. They're not better than any other people. No, but like every people, their opinion is. But their opinion is, and therefore, when it comes to that, I feel like things like Brexit or climate or actually a lot of things, we need to put our faith in the intelligent people. I understand that we it's difficult to put our faith in politicians because they haven't lately in all countries haven't proved themselves to be worthy of yeah of of leading and also because a politician not, doesn't politicians have to be intelligent. yeah you don't have to be you don't have to be intelligent in any particular field you right. know you can you just have to have decided to run the skills for to office. be a good politician are kind of deception isn't it and like you're yeah, answering kind of, a question yeah. and a, yeah, yeah, yeah. ability to convince like good salesmen aren't they totally and that's, that's why the, that's why i would that's why I would go mad because ultimately th- this anger that I have and that certainly clearly a lot of people have yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Brexit like why did people actually do that it's because they're angry about something and they totally. don't know where to process it right and that, that I have that sort of same anger like it annoys me that like you know I've been to America there's a lot of space there's plenty of space for immigrants <laughs> and I've met loads of billionaires not million if you've got a, if you're a millionaire fine keep that money if you're a billion if you're a billionaire what are you doing with all that money oh yeah, when, yeah. You, when you die you're going to be like oh I've got loads of numbers and my, that makes no yeah, sense yeah. to me also would, it's that thing. if you're a billionaire you've done some shady shit man yeah I don't give a shit no billionaire on earth hasn't fucked people over you can't become a billionaire if you're they not. must have trod on a few heads yeah definitely but I mean but how many like how many gigs is that <laughs> maybe they've worked really hard maybe no, saved I, I, such a, there's a tenner no such, a gig there's no billionaire that is not you know, if you scratch the Well, they surface. have to be quite ruthless, I yeah. suppose, don't they? But they could have done it, I mean, they're legally and honestly, though. Yeah, it, but right? legally, legally, but like, there's But they can change loopholes. laws, that's the thing. They can yeah, change if you're laws. a billionaire, you make the law work for you, you don't work for the law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why rich people can get off any crime, man. That's the way, that's the way money works, isn't it? So, so that's why I would, I would, and surely you two would also do the same thing. Well, Ultimately, have... when you saw, like, if there's pain somewhere, it's because someone's causing that pain. Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. a billionaire has enough money to actually sort out a lot of problems. I think a lot Money's of them do, though, don't they? Like, Bill Gates does do a lot for charity, doesn't he? Yeah, I saw yeah. him doing the London Marathon. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside. He's doing a fun run today. Manor House, Man House tube station with a bucket the other day. <laughs> but he um, he does do a lot for sort of third world problems. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm sure like... So he said. I can't... I'm not a billionaire. I don't know what it's like. I'm sure you've got your own issues and stuff. It's all right. We have, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> It's all right. You know what would I mean? You, would, like, let's say, if you had all the power in the world, you know, what would you change? Nothing, man. You would just be happy with letting the... I don't know. I'd work. think carefully before I made rash decisions, though. Because if we take a billionaire's money, that's then that's given us the... I mean, you've got to be careful, I think. Yeah, but you're not taking it. I'm saying that the... the, the I'd still let him them. be a millionaire. A hundred million. No, no, that's the billionaire. <laughs> but what's, what's, his, what's motivation to get to billionaire status if you think, oh, the government are just going to take it? No, no, but I'm saying... I'm not saying the government should take it. I'm saying they should decide to give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd inception all of the billionaires and make it think like it's their idea. But then ultimately, they are going to give it away, and 
who are they giving it to? This is the thing. If you give it to, say, you want to try and fix the problem in the Democratic Republic of Congo, which I think year on year gets voted the worst place to live on earth, right? right. You know, it's just absolutely ruined as a country, you know, it's resources, everything. Uh, if you just give the money to, the, to a corrupt to, government, to their government, they ain't going to fix shit. They just got a shit. few new right. Mercedes. Trust me with it. <laughs> is what I'm saying. This is what I'm you saying. You just have to get on the, the front spots. line. You know, you've got to just ride it out and die, innit? That's the way it is. That's my theory. I mean, it's fucked. Yeah, you're it? a terrible god. You're like, you'd be Hades. The world's fucked. You're going to die. Come and join me in the river sticks when you die. I'd make everyone feel empowered in themselves. But this is what you need to do. Oh, that you nice. can't, this is the thing you can't. There's a, I know, it's such a. This is a. It's an inside job, isn't it? It is. You can only change yourself and you can only lead by example. You can't change other If you people. change the way I you look did, at things, see what I said you look that, at changes. When um, I said that, I did the. You um, pointed at I did the Tony, Tony Blair. Blair's point. I went into sort of my soapbox but like mode. Sorry, I keep oh, so you're trying to change our Sorry. opinion on things. I'm not trying to change your opinion. I'm only changing my own. If, <laughs> if by example, you decide to change yours, you have decided that. That's what Inception is, mate. You can only ever, you can only ever work on yourself. No, but I genuinely do believe that. I think in lo- I used to be that arguing, fucking, I'd be in school having an argument with a teacher about poppies. Yeah. And what I've learned is... Puppies? Poppies. Right. So I, I, went, I got suspended from school once for having a, a debate with a head teacher about poppies. Oh, right, right. And about the, the importance of poppies. And I was against the poppy. But at the time, now I don't give a fuck. Right. I mean, wear it if you want. Don't wear it. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. But I... Yeah, and that, I used to be that. I'm going to change your opinion by shouting and arguing. Right. And what I've... It took me into my 30s to learn... To not do that. It oh, I've, it yeah, I've accepted. Work, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So if you're shouting someone, their their opinions strengthen and they yeah, get yeah. more solid with it. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, there's loads of data to prove that if it's, you shout, they actually sort of. It's called the back. Further. It's called the backfire effect. Backfire. It's a psychological thing where yeah, if somebody really sh- like is aggressively telling you you're wrong, you, it, you're not going to suddenly go. Opinion. Oh, right, you got a good point, and yeah. they're spitting yeah. in your face. <laughs> shouting in your face. Oh, right, you, when you put it like that. <laughs> Okay, great. I'll come your side of the picket fence. <laughs> Just put my banner down. Um, yeah, so that's it. It's about work on yourself, mate. Work at, yeah, and also, that's no nice. one's perfect, isn't it? So how can you be telling people they're wrong? Well, have you seen Julian? Have you seen, have you seen these gums? <laughs> but no, it's that, it's that classic thing of judging somebody when you haven't, you know, sorted your own shit. Cast the first stone or something, can it? Yeah, the old... Like, yeah. I, I believe that's the exact quote. <laughs> Just cast the first stone. Cast the first stone, innit, bro? <laughs> Jesus. Zero. J-Dog. J-2. <laughs> J-2-O. Uh, we should probably check out some questions on the group. Um, Tim College... Great name. It is a good name. He says, um, your stand-up album on Apple Music is awesome. Oh, thanks. Thanks. That's very sweet. And he Thank says, as are. is Sean McLaughlin's, will we be seeing more comedians releasing gigs this way? How uh, did you get it on Apple Music? What's a good the... idea, man. So in America, like they, that's just a thing that they've been doing for decades, releasing yeah. albums. I understand why. Like You'll drive from one city to another. Like People don't want to drive here for like an hour. Yeah. But over there, they'll drive for four or five hours, and it's just normal. Right? Yeah. But also, like there's no radio. Let's say between Los, Los Angeles and Tucson, Arizona, this is like a seven-hour drive. And a lot of that, there's no radio. So actually, albums is a standard thing to do over there. Yeah. And so you go to a comedy club and they just you just record it and you just release it. Uh, I think Alfie Brown actually is releasing one. He is, yeah. He's recording uh, it. Is he year. recorded? Yeah, I know. I saw he recorded, he's recording it this month. Oh, cool. He's, he's doing so it. So Alfie's over there as well, is he? No, no, no. Uh, no, no, but like it's, it, I, it I believe the UK should start doing it because yeah. this is why you work so hard 
doing an Edinburgh show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just sort of gets lost forever. Yeah. And I'm like, no, record it, put it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only is it now recorded as a sort of perfect, you know, like you yeah. recorded, like I recorded mine three times, I think. Um, in, on the same weekend yeah, and you yeah. cut it and, together and then you sort of choose the best but actually you sort of choose one night and then maybe you choose a couple of edit some things. laughs in and then you've got it <laughs> yeah yeah it was actually there was no product. one no one turned up <laughs> but like it's a good I way just to took like, a Seinfeld laughter track and put it over an outfit <laughs> you know like have you ever done like a, a gig where you forgot one of your bits yeah 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 and in a way that's like now stored forever and you know it's not like you can't do it from like a Netflix special in a, in a 10 years time it's, yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. going to be there and I was like you know what it's a good way of just storing an Edinburgh show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just get it on there it's also really interesting for me because I'm quite a visual you know I'm quite well clownish. that's what I've always been a bit hesitant about doing it is I'd like when I, I like to act a story out yeah, on yeah. stage well that that still comes through because in the in the acting you can you can sort of like you can still Act it out. Can you, you describe just audio description? Just describe what you're doing. Well, yeah. it's, it's I'm your doing al- a really funny thing with my arms. <laughs> it's, it's your album, though, so you can't. Well, that's do audio it. description. Have you, ever, have you ever accidentally had audio description on a thing? Like it's the word for blind people. So you're watching telly, and if it's got audio description, you can have that on as well. Yeah, super. And interesting, so it will yeah. be like EastEnders, and it will be like you know. Peggy is crying on the Peggy sofa. is looking. <laughs> Peggy looks like shit this morning. <laughs> so it would be like Eric, you know, Eric's currently crouching down. Amusingly the- dancing around the stage right <laughs> now. Well, it's a, it is your album, so you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I certainly did a couple of visual jokes on purpose. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, Mitch Hedberg, he's one of the reasons, like, he yeah, did yeah, a yeah. whole bit where he's, like, talking about one audience member and how they looked on yeah. purpose just to annoy whoever's listening yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can, you can do that. And it's for me changed Edinburgh. Like back in America, firstly they don't even know where Edinburgh is, no. right? So all of a sudden, like we keep working so hard at making sure Edinburgh is the fucking best. When I'm like, it's important. Like you, I mean, you've won Edinburgh twelve times. Right? You've <laughs> won, won it, right? But like, uh, you now America, own Edinburgh. It's interesting because I kept, I kept putting so much pressure on myself yeah, yeah, yeah. that all of a sudden, I not only would I not go every year when actually there's so much value in going every year, but I also was like. Oh, if I didn't, if if I didn't do a good enough job, you're not a good enough comedian. I'm like, no, that's how I become a better comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what I've now done is, I'm going back this year, and I'm just going to work on my show so that I can go back to America and record the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, that's like that's what I'm going to do it. And um, that's a good idea. It's like a podcast, but it's just you know, it's a podcast that you've worked at. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That you get immediate feedback. Well, it's a piece of work. It is a answer. Yeah. It's a piece of work. That's the. It should be the end product of a lot of hard I'm work. Quite, I was quite proud of it as Have well. You like, not recorded your ones. No, I've never. I, I mean, I've got recordings of stuff, but I've sort of just for my own records. But um, I've never released one or anything. I think you should do. I, it, I, I think I'm like, gonna. I think I might record my one in Melbourne this year because my last year's show was really just stand up. It wasn't too visual. It wasn't a big story. It wasn't too personal. It was actually a bunch of quite. I reckon it'd be quite universal. It's just an hour of thoughts about some stuff that was right. funny. And I'm reworking it for Melbourne. So there was a few bits actually. I've, in hindsight, I'm, yeah, I think I will go. And I'd also want to make it more work over there than just being yeah. sort of UK it's an interesting challenge though because like you said all of a sudden you have to think about how it sounds audibly so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also um, something that I didn't actually do for this album because it was like a one sort of show and so there was like a th- sort of slight through line Yeah. but um, each track if you like has to kind of stand on its own yeah yeah that's, a, and that's, that's why really, I think this show that I did in Edinburgh last year would work like that it's, it's first show I've done in a couple of years it had short bits, bits. 
So because like over there, each bit is almost like a single on yeah, the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and like Sirius XM or FM or whatever over there. Um, so there'll be a premiere. I think I'm having a premiere at some point where they'll launch the whole album. Yeah. But then they'll just play tracks. That's great. And I've heard about this. And I, yeah. I just, and not only is that that's one of the ways like comedians make money over there. Uh, I, I haven't started yet, but like uh, they'll, because they'll play one track. If the track then does callbacks about other things. That's okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's better if they stand alone. Very mm. interesting exercise, yeah. Um, which uh, we don't have here because once you're a comedian here, you at least do twenty minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. over there, I've gone back to getting three minutes in front of four people. It's, mad, isn't it's it? a real. I've gone backwards, but to hopefully go forward. But the headliners like do forty-five generally there today. Uh, yeah, if they're doing their own shows, but not really. Like, if you go to a comedy store, like you'll still see, you know, Chris Rock and stuff just doing ten minutes, and he'll only get paid ten dollars as well. Like, no, it's, it's insane. That's mental. Well, thanks, Tim. I appreciate that. Tim College is it? Tim College. Thanks, man. I appreciate um, that. And who's this? Mickey McKay. Have you got any advice for going on first at a gig? Ooh. it's a weird one going on first. It depends on the gig. There's certain gigs in this country that are, I would, I would argue. You know some of the best rooms in the country that I don't like going on first. I know because I think it is. You know, there's certain. It suits depends the, what the compare's done as well. If they've just definitely. done crowd work and I go on with material, it's yeah, just yeah, a bit yeah. of an adjustment. Yeah. If they've done like really funny stuff, if they're really funny, <laughs> then I go on. It's like oh, funny <laughs> jars. Well, is this the break? <laughs> Should we be? <laughs> Um, yeah, so like, it, I think you've got this. It is depending on the gig, it's it can be trickier. But my, my, I'll tell you what, smaller gigs, it's fine. I find that with a little sort of, I think you can overthink room. it a bit as well. Totally. I remember my second ever gig, I went on first, and I didn't even think about yeah if it was a good and I did all right. And then, and it was only when people started to get it in your head, going on first is more difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it, man. Yeah. yeah, I think I think with, with time uh, you get you collect so much data from all the gigs yeah. uh, of different sizes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That at some point you just know what to do. Well, also be be aware they might just you know if you it, depend, it also depends how long you're doing. If you're doing like, what I find if if I'm on first is the first five minutes aren't what they'd normally be, but then once they get on. Tuned in, they're fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. It picks up, but don't like, let not, it throw you if they're quiet at the it's beginning. It's not like closing. If you're closing, even if it's a, a bill when you're all doing the same length of time and you're not headlining, I think there is a subconscious thing where they assume you're the headliner. So you get this right. weird little extra, like, oh, this one is at the end, it must be the best. Yeah, yeah. So you go on and they just give you more from the word go. Whereas yeah. you're on first, I think they're not. They're not thinking that. So it's just, you've just got to get them on, you know, just take your time, easing them in. Don't shit your pants in the first couple of minutes because yeah, yeah. it's not rocking and then just go to pieces. Just like, give them... I'll tell you what, what was really interesting, um, a good piece of advice that I got was when I did the Latitude Comedy Festival uh, competition. It was like, feels like maybe seven or eight Did years I host ago. that? Uh, I think you hosted it. Yeah. And uh, Sean Walsh was like one of the judges. Yeah, and yeah, in yeah. the lineup, there was James A. Caster, Ramesh Ranganathan. Yeah. Like it was a proper, uh, Inel Tomlinson, proper good lineup. And compared to everyone else, I died at the beginning. I proper died at the beginning and, and sort of won them over. And at the and, end as well. Or? And, <laughs> well, I, I won the competition. Oh, did you? But I was okay. surprised. I, I, I asked. Sean and stuff I was like why did I win because like I saw James and I saw Ramesh and they killed it the whole time and they were like well that's because of that it's because you died at the beginning and you died at the beginning you won it it over and actually the fact that you saved it 
was a skill that uh, the judges saw value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. It's like so that's so Mickey, you're saying die <laughs> for the first few minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. pull it back. Yeah. <laughs> but if you can pull it back, that is a good skill, isn't it? It, it, it <laughs> no, is actually, agree, it actually. Is actually, especially when you're new, it's like a nice little exercise doing yeah. that, winning them over. Oh yeah, it's a funny one. I can sometimes do, but sometimes if a gig goes awry on me. It is game over, mate. I will fucking not even. It's not even crumble. It's not like I'll be like. I will just. I will just drive it into the ground. Almost like I'll get into this sort of fuck you stage. Yeah, sort of fuck it. I'll fuck this place in. Yeah, if you're yeah. gonna be like that with me, I'll watch. Watch how bad this can get. <laughs> you think, you you think this is awkward? Watch this. You well, actually, but actually, that's a good. That's a good note. Is don't take it too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, if it, if it goes really badly, you'll just walk away. Yeah, totally, just, yeah, just yeah, get yeah. better, away. mate. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? You don't get beaten up if you do badly. <laughs> Just baby out. blue clothes, didn't it? Yeah, that's a shame. R.I.P. Did you ever do baby blue? R.I.P. Uh, somewhere I died pretty much every time I played there. That was an interesting club, though, because it would always you'd either die or have a great one. It was always oh, uh, I'd either die or almost die. <laughs> <laughs> that was my sort of hit rate at baby blue. Um, I who's this? Du, 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 du. Chris Kimber. Would you rather be an internationally acclaimed accordion player or world-renowned snake catcher? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I think for me, being French, accordion, the accordion. That's a be- I love it. I think it's a great instrument. I, yeah. I choose accordion. I mean, I'd argue there's a lot of things you could say other than snake catcher. I'm picking accordion over. I'd rather snake be snake catcher. Doesn't sound fun anyway. It doesn't. It just sounds running around the woods. Also, oh, but it's a skill, is it? Well, I mean, I, I caught an adder once. Firstly, you need to know if they're you venomous catch or not. An adder. I caught an adder in Southampton. Yeah, that's not hard. When, when I was about nine. When you say caught it, you just saw one. No, I grabbed it and took it home. Did you? It was a little big ass adder. He, adder, he yeah. licked it all up. <laughs> <laughs> he ate it. Just threw it on the ground. And grass. now it actually runs his body. It's actually still inside. Um, Working its way. Oh, yeah, I think. Or accordion play. Or, well, you've been a snake catcher. Yeah. So you'd, what, would you stick with that or would you go accordion? I used to play player? the accordion as well. Did you really? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I used to play guitar. I've enjoyed uh, everyone's name. I gave so far. you a guitar. Have you ever yeah, played I've it? still got it. Yeah. Did you ever play it? I sold it. Pawned <laughs> <laughs> it. Took it down. Cash Greenwich. <laughs> got um, a new bike. Everyone's um, names, by the way, except for Tim, has been alliterated. Who is it? Chris Kimber, Mickey Mc. Oh yeah. Next one, not Grant Scott. Not good enough. This is a good. I question. don't want to hear it. Who's the scariest person you've ever met? Lenny McLean. I met one a few times actually. Is he scary? Yeah, he's dead now, but. Yeah, yeah. He was scary. Oh, yeah, that's scary then, is it? <laughs> he, he was like that bare knuckle boxer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I once met a, a gypsy fellow uh, in a pub called the King. <laughs> Sorry, is that, is that like Traveller, I think. Is yeah, but he said he, 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 he. I'm using his phrase. Uh, he didn't say fellow. He just he went, I'm a gypsy. He was a nutter, right? I forgot his name. But we were in a pub called the. Pikey John. The King of Denmark. King of Denmark in Wimbledon Village. Me and my mate Rich were. Uh, sort of bunking off an afternoon at college and we just went to the pub and we were playing darts and having a beer and just this we were the only two people in the pub and this big unit of a man like he was he had the biggest shoulders I've ever seen and uh, he came over and joined us and he um, he went oh that's good I'll play darts with you mind if I'll join like, we were like no go for it and he had the biggest hands I've ever seen and he, we ended up drinking with him for a couple of hours and playing darts he taught us gypsy rules <laughs> darts and, was um, that just nick the darts yeah <laughs> Not at that old time. He's shot. 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 Shot.
No offence, gypsies. It's just me left I walked now. onto a gypsy site the other day by accident. Um, yeah. I was following this stray dog. I thought it was lost. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why were you following the stray dog? I thought it was lost. It didn't have a collar on this little puppy thing. So I've walked around the corner yeah, yeah. and suddenly I'm on a gypsy site trying to get their dog. I look around and all these uh, traveller guys are in the car just looking at me trying to nick their dog. <laughs> And I went, oh, sorry, is this your dog? <laughs> they went, yeah. And they were a bit moody. And then, um, and on the way, anyway, on the way out, they stopped me and said, do you want to buy it? <laughs> I was like, nah. Um, I thought it was stray. But, but this guy, he just, he just regaled us with stories of fights he'd been in, essentially. And wow. it was fucking brilliant. He told us one about how he once got kicked in. Uh, by about eight blokes and he says he just got on the floor he knew he was gonna he couldn't do anything he said he had to just sort of take it so he just sort of curled up covered his head took a kick in for a few minutes yeah and just when they sort of almost got tired and bro- there was a, sm- a minor gap he just stood up and he went happy birthday <laughs> was it one of their birthdays and he remembers that's so sweet <laughs> Oh, it was such a fun I remember him telling it this is just one of them stories he just never forget he was such a it was so intimidating yeah and we were just scared the whole time we were with him right we were like he was one of the people that you talk to and even though you clearly are getting on and he seemingly likes you mm. you're just like he will, at any moment he, any moment he will punch It'll me bite your ear off I remember yeah, going yeah. on Paul McCaffrey's stag do one of his mates had that vibe like just got introduced to him early doors and I thought it might just be me and then I mentioned it to a few of the other people that were from like it was all like McCaffrey's old mates and then yeah, there was yeah. comedian mates so yeah there was that sort of slight split but it was cool man we like all chatting early doors but there was this one guy who just who gave off a little whiff of like I don't like the outside mates you know what I mean that sort yeah. of thing of no you're not I'm not his friends and uh, and he was fine when you were chatting to him but there was always this sense of I think he's going to stab me at any point just out of the blue these are just going, no I'm not for a laugh that. just for a laugh yeah. yeah for a story Lenny McLean uh, like, was giving us me and my mate Dean advice on what to do if, if you're getting mugged in the street yeah, yeah. and he's like ask me for my money and I was thinking who's going to mug him yeah exactly in the street yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. a fucking bear yeah. But probably, actually, some people want to prove that they can. Yeah, yeah. So what was his technique? Well, he just said, uh, he was just like, asking me for my money. He was sitting down, I was about, I was, he was still taller than me. <laughs> and he was, and I was like, give me your money. And he was like, I ain't got any, and he just grabbed my face and pretended to like, bite into my face. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> his breath stank so much. yeah, yeah. Um, R.I.P. You didn't tell him that at the time. No. <laughs> Your breath stinks, bro. <laughs> sort it out, mate. Um, fine, I've seen the time. We better wrap up soon. Ronan Quinn said, do any of you guys have a weird celebrity crush? He said, mine's Alice Beer, who used to do Watchdog on TV. I remember Alice Beer. Oh, yeah. Mine's Michaela Strachan. Which one was Michaela Strachan? The, the animal one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She do you remember? I see that, I hear that. And do you know who mine, I Sandra think, might be? And I only realised this again recently, because I saw her on... Uh, Celebrity Antiques Road Trip. Anne Whittacom. Um, Annika Rice. Yeah. She's, oh. She, I used to, I forgot, I used to really fancy Annika Rice when I was young. Um, and she, it's, I think she's in her 50s and she looks great for it. Oh, yeah. Guys. Go on, Annika. Big up, Annika. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know. I've got multiple. I can't choose. Des O'Connor. Sandra Bullock. Sandra, yeah. Yeah, she's great. Have you seen it? I think my, my crush is my celebrity crush. That's not a weird celebrity been. crush. Yeah, yeah, I think celebrity, so Sandra Bullock and I, like... Yeah, that's not weird. Yeah. Actress, Natalie Portman's always been my actual one. But yeah. That's not a weird one. But, yeah. um, she's cool as well. Weird crush. Interesting. I don't know. I didn't think about it. I don't know. I'm watching like a... Net- Helen Mirren. That's, yeah, 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 that's I still a weird fancy one. She's Helen Mirren. That's not weird. But she is a... I mean, she's... 
She's about 85. I'm in a movie with her coming out this year. Yeah. Are you ready? In real life. Uh, I haven't met her, but we are in the same movie, oh, right, so okay. it counts. Um, I'll meet her at the premiere. Yes. Try and write in a sex scene, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's like that would be a, a fun experience. To Did do you a sex hear scene. about that French guy who came out? He's a 50 year old French guy. I don't know what his why he's famous or what he does, but he, in an interview he said. He doesn't go for women his own age because he goes. Because he, he's, he's a pedo. He said his optimum age for women is twenty five. He goes after twenty five, they sort of. It's really horrible. It's just this classic wanker saying like after twenty five, women aren't you know worth. I'm quite glad my taste has gone with my age a bit. Definitely. You know what I mean? I like, think it's, uh, yeah. I, there's definitely. I think in your twenties, it's sort of all up. It's all up for like yeah. In play, in it. Like, right. so if you're 28 and you're going to have a 22 year old, it doesn't seem that creepy. I think the moment you're in your 30s, you've got to just have a look at yourself. Depends on the individual, I guess, but generally, does, someone's yeah. out like. But it is quite creepy. It's the first, like, I was, I'm in th- 32 now, and uh, after like breaking up, I was like, oh, you know, I was a bit loose, a bit having fun. Met, met up with someone, she's 21, which that's isn't too, but I was like, too, that's yeah. 10 years, that's right? Too, yeah. But that, I didn't know because I was like met up in a bar, at least twenty one in America, which was literally just twenty one. Yeah, but yeah. she was a bit of an old soul, so I was like, oh, "That's all right." I was like, "Actually, that's ten that's years." So that's nice. a long time. But then I was thinking because I felt weird about it. I even told her, I was like, "I feel weird." But then I remember when I was in my twenties, yeah. thinking, "Could I date a thirty year old?" I was like, "Yeah, I could." Uh, I knew loads of like female friends that were in their twenties dating thirty year olds, and I was like, "Is that weird?" And I was like, yeah. "I don't think it's that weird." They seem cool. They seem adult enough to handle it. Yeah, and it was quite weird. Going, I know better, but actually, is it is it that bad? I just think I think there's a. I, I've never I've never had a relationship with anyone younger than me. If I've never, I don't think I've never gone out with people older than me. <laughs> Only have no no longer than like five years older. But I've always preferred older ladies. Um, but I do think if you're in your say you're in your late thirties and you're knocking around with somebody in their early twenties, I think you've got that's something. That says more about you than it does anything else. I think. But do you, do you feel necessarily older in, in that like... Yeah, I've always felt older than my age. Right. Like I'm 37 on Sunday and I feel... I, I mean, I, I, that sounds quite old when I say it out loud, but I, I've always felt old. Right. I've always felt like I'm in my 40s or you know, knocking on 50. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I've never. Because I feel had quite, any... I feel quite young. Like I still, I'm 32 years young, but <laughs> I, also like I, I, I physically f- feel young. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't sort of feel like you know. I don't know. Maybe I'm judging that based on when I was sort of young, looking at like you know. But I think it's just nowadays people look younger, don't they? Yeah. I remember even like in the 80s seeing 40 year olds and they look like shit. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, it's like look, old man. Yeah, what are you doing, old man? Yeah, fucking <laughs> hanky on their head or something. Whereas like, now, Alf Garnet. Yeah, you know, now yeah. I think people carry it off much better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't look at myself and think, but you're like you're almost 40. But I just, I, I think mentally, I've always felt about 10 years older than I am. Right, but that's yeah from a young age from my teen because I was a very independent young person like, I went off and did my own thing from like the age of like 10 yeah 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 without really having any parental guidance maybe that's why you, you like older people because you want a parent you're seeking a parent it, that you can would, bang yeah yeah basically I was always wanted I was an Oedipal you're Oedipus yeah, yeah yeah I've always wanted to have it off with my mum 
and stab people in the Can, eyes. Please, no one edit just that line. <laughs> just send it to your mum for Christmas. It's weird because I want to get with your mum as well. Look, my mum is for she's um, she's fit. seventy and she looks good. My mum looks really good. Oh for mate, her age. you'd want to bang my mum, right? really? Oh yeah, because I just got back from. Uh, from her can we no because <laughs> no, like, uh, she, she had me when she was 16 oh, oh wow she so she's actually about your age Julian and how uh, how, old, <laughs> how old was your uh, dad my dad was 21 okay um, so technically I guess a paedophile so when he got out of jail where, where not in France though so he was is legal it, yeah, smart he, he was smart about it actually I talk about that in the album he's a travelling Peter. <laughs> <laughs> he went to certain areas with certain laws no, he's, he's very smart though where's no, he no, now no. in Thailand or? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd love him there um, oh. no weirdly he's into antiques like I said uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, the irony eh <laughs> no but he was he was a jockey so he was he was really small he's always looked young right and then my mum's I'm tall because of her Like she was, she was on a school trip at the horses or something. Yeah, yeah, you should see what she was wearing, the school uniform. Oh, um, God. But no, uh, but no she, she, they sort of looked about the same age, and I think they met up in a sort of adult environment. She, I mean, she, he genuinely looked as young as yeah, her. Yeah, um, But it is quite so creepy. How tall is your dad? Because you're quite tall, aren't you? Yeah, he's it's very small. And then my, my dad's dad's even smaller than him. Like There's a beautiful picture on Instagram of me, him, and, and my granddad yeah. together. And it's just this sort of Russian doll effect. Really? And it's really cool, yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's quite weird um, when you think about it. 15 and then sort of 21. But then... You, but Elvis, it, I mean, Priscilla was 14, wasn't she? Uh, Presley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. Elvis was, what, 52? No, it was horrible back there, yeah. The back it was like, weird. Was all yeah. of them, like, wasn't it Jerry, Jerry Lee, Lee Lewis? Lewis? That was his cousin. His cousin, yeah. yeah who was 12 creepy. or something. Oh, it's fucked. But it's, it's interesting. I, that's what I'm actually hopefully going to write a show about, is, is sort of exploring that, because uh, she definitely had sort of daddy issues, if you like, and he definitely had mummy issues. When right. My dad, like my mum's... Mom, my grandma left him when he was like eight or something. Right. And so he seeked that sort of approval of like in being in relationships. He for him it was really important to be in a relationship oh, and be yeah. a dad. Like it was important for him. I know that's and my 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 because my mum is you know, was always being quite a difficult, troubled lady. Yeah. Um, I think I've always desperately craved like you know female. Yeah attention and love and yeah that's what i've always sort of i definitely i know that about it took me until probably this decade to work that out yeah i only realized that this year as well jordan uh, wife she mentioned it she was like oh you know you need a bit mothering i was like what do you mean just change like, the nappy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've made my bottle or not what are you waffling, <laughs> you're waffling on about you're your psychologist <laughs> Okay, well, that's the first joke in the animal show. Thank you, Julian. You're welcome, um, man. But, uh, no, but she mentioned it, and then all of a sudden it, was, it sort of made sense. I, before her, I had a, one relationship, not much of a gap between. Before that relationship, I was another yeah, one, not I've, much of I'm a gap same, between. Mate. DJ, in it, Always mix them in. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> Overlap them. <laughs> you can hear the next track coming in. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> never miss a beat, mate. That's the first <laughs> That's so gross. It is gross. But but, but now realizing that, I'm giving myself a little uh, gap. I'm giving. Uh, yeah, my, I'm going to give myself. You got to love break. yourself, man. I, yeah, but when the bass drops, mate, it's going to be big. <laughs> when the bass drops, just <laughs> <laughs> the bass is about to drop. Oh. <laughs> 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 
times. They've overran. We didn't speak about who I who who I was scared of, but maybe I'll write it down and share it on your Facebook page. Do you guys have a Facebook page? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who did you not do it? Can you name them? Or Two vegan it? idiots. Facebook. No, it's, his name's Frank, and he lives on Bimini Island. Bimini Island. Oh, fuck, I might as well share it, right? Where's Bimini Island? Bimini in Bahamas. Okay. And I was there for like two days to do some work. And I was just on the lookout for a little bit of weed because I was like, oh, I'm in Bahamas, might as well. Yeah. And uh, I went to this, there's only one bar. There's no police as well on the island. Yeah, there's yeah. only one bar. We went to the bar and I'm like getting drunk and having fun with the locals. And just, I was dancing almost half naked on the bar, right? And then this guy comes up to me and goes, oi, you, off now. He took me and he was like, come with me. If they got London like, in the Bahamas yeah. then. No, but like, do you know what I mean? Like he had that sort of, attitude it was the queen and vic <laughs> i was t- i was terrified but so scared that i just listened to what he said yeah, 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 and i was like yeah. all right and he took me through the kitchen and all of a sudden at the back of the bar and it was just me and him silent yeah was like, oh fuck he was like i heard you wanted some weed i was like uh yeah yeah he's like here you go smoke this it was pow- so powerful we smoked it and he was like now look up and it was the line of the milky way cock. <laughs> it was the line of the Milky Way. Wow. Right? It was a beautiful sight. Not no light pollution, no yeah, nothing. It was yeah. a beautiful sight. Obviously, a very kind man. Yeah. But also quite clear that when he was talking, he was the one in charge of the island. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. police, and he was like, "Come with me. I'll take you on a little trip." And we went on the little golf caddy. And he took me around and showed me around. And was, we broke into someone's house. Sounds like a beautiful like, okay. person. Yeah. But he, we broke into someone's house. But he was like, it's all right, I know them. Uh, they're part of the Kennedy family. <laughs> I know them. I just forgot my key now. Hold <laughs> this crowbar. He's like, help me with a TV. <laughs> part of the Kennedy family. Oh, right. Like, yeah, yeah, part of the Kennedy family. So like, it's fine. So we went there. Then we went up the island. And there was like a little cabin and loads of oil drums. Right, and then loads of like boats with tourists like, buried in them. Yeah, but basically he was like, "These are pirates. Come and check them out." And they were pirates, and they were playing cards. Like it was amazing. And there was an Uzi just left on the oh table. And as I saw that, I was like, "Can I? Can I go home? Yeah, can, yeah. I just, can I go look at the Milky so, Way again?" Because I was fr- I, take I never, me to happy place. <laughs> I, I, I was then just freaked out. Oh, but I was out. I could have trusted him. But from that moment on, the fact yeah, that he was so comfortable yeah, around yeah. that, I was like, "Oh, I'm actually a bit scared here." Yeah, he was the scariest. But also, I want to go. Most down. loving. Per- I think. It it was like if you're on his good side, yeah, 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 he'll take care of you. But if you're that, not, it reminded you're... me. His voice reminded me of me and Rich, my mate. We went to Goa for New Year's in like 2014. Is that East or Africa? Uh, no, West India. Oh Jesus! Yeah. What am I thinking of? <laughs> Goa in India. Goa. So, and we were. We were. I mean, we we both had Mohican shaved into our hair oh, in yeah. the day. It was just we were just fucking messing around. We had basically we had a couple of days blowout in Goa before we actually went off and travelled and you know got our heads down and stopped. Yeah, and um and my mate Rich met this nutty East London geezer in like you know I think he was from Kent or something actually, and um in the in the barbers when he was getting his hair shaved. Yeah, and then we just had a nice chat to him. He was a Chelsea fan and all that. And then we went off on our, that was like sort of two in the afternoon. Flash forward to like five AM the next morning. We like we, we were on acid. We'd just been like you know touring around all these beaches and just like, and we walked into this bar and um, and then we did just the Chelsea guy was at the bar and we just walked up to him. He just turned to us and he just went, "Oh, it's the Mowalk boys." <laughs> <laughs> that was just that was it. Seven, however many hours later, or fifteen hours later, that was his intro to us. That's a nice name, the Mowalk boys. The Mowalk, it's the Mowalk boys. Like we it. also bumped into two people we'd met on a rock at midnight. We met this lovely couple from London, me and my mate. We were trying to find somewhere quiet just to lie and watch the fireworks. Yeah. And we climbed up all these rocks and we got to the top and there was just a couple on their own. And we were like, oh, shit. 
no, you know, we can't. We just climbed all the way up, and like we can now about to ruin the most romantic. <laughs> just about to propose. <laughs> the Moican boys yeah, show up. It's the Moican boys, <laughs> and um, they uh, they turn and went, "Oh, hi guys!" And they sort of went, oh, "Do you want to come and join?" And they were just really friendly and warm. There was no, and we wouldn't have normally joined, but they definitely yeah, yeah. were like, "No, come and join us." And we were obviously a bit spacey and all that. And we sat next to them. We were chatting. They were well nice. And um, I think they were from like, they lived in like Crystal Palace or something. They started rubbing your leg. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, how do you want to stay on our rock for a bit? <laughs> um, I, and then one of them said, are you guys on something? And uh, I was like, I'm gonna, I am gonna, won't lie to you. We're on a bit of acid. Uh, and they went, oh, cool. We've never done acid before. What's it like? And we started just talking and telling them what it's like. And then, um, and they they sort of hinted that like w- they would like some, and right. we were like, do you know, it's, you don't really want to be banging it down at midnight. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit of a twelve-hour shift when you do it. And they were like, oh, we just, uh, we would love, we've never tried it. We just really like to. And we're like, look, we'll give you a little bit if you, you know, if you just, if you really want to try it. Yeah. But if we'll give you just a little bit, so you'll probably hardly feel it. You might feel a little bit like, you know, sort of spacey and a bit sort of nice and warm. <laughs> And they were like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And so, I like it as you explain, like you're just touching, rubbing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so we gave them just this little bit, like like a quarter of a tab, or I can't remember, or something like that. I can't remember, maybe we gave them a bit more. But then we stayed with them, watched the fireworks, had this great like half an hour chatting. And then we were just like, we're going to go off and carry on our adventure. See you later, guys. Really nice to meet you. And we just left. And that <laughs> bar we went in, at, like I think it was probably about 4 a.m., Finally, we just wandered into this bar all fucked. And honestly, last time we'd seen them, they were just chilling on a rock, having a beautiful romantic <laughs> moment. And we'd give them this stuff. And we were like, it'll be fine. There's hardly anything. <laughs> we walked into this bar. I just saw in the middle of the dance with a guy topless, sweating like fuck. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, like, sort of almost orbiting around him in a worse state. It was almost like we just sort of, we just beautiful. ruined their night. Just go up and sell them some more. Yeah. What experience. <laughs> the, second, the second ones you've got yeah. to pay for. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> getting them. I mean, they in, must have taken something. It could not have just been that because they were. You'd be surprised though, especially the first time. Mu- like, they were like. They I did a third of one the first time I did it, and I was tripping out my nuts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, so it's a hell of an experience. My first third. time was actually with you, Carl. It Leeds was. Fest. Yeah. That, that was that fun. Noise. We took it and then went on a fairground ride and almost, almost had a oh heart God. attack. Oh, that was a hell of a... Yeah, it was beautiful. Though. It was amazing. Look at all these people. They're just pawns, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That sounds fun, man. Yeah. It was great. I'm, t- I'm doing ayahuasca in May. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. The first time. Where are you doing it? In Holland somewhere. On a nice. retreat. Oh, cool. Very excited. But yeah. I think I'm going to have a, uh, a sort of... I'm not, I'm not not chosen but I'm, I don't I think I'm done with them all all those things oh yeah yeah I feel like I'm I think I've got another go actually I found some DMT today at home <laughs> okay I'd like to rescind <laughs> what I last said <laughs> I opened this no. box and it had DMT in it and I was like RZA better um, get that out of the kids toy box mate <laughs> 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 together <laughs> whoops <laughs> um, yeah now I feel like I'm sort of on a I'm enjoying just not doing anything at the minute. Yeah, that's I'm nice. not drinking at You're the high minute. You're high on life. Yeah, yesterday I had a lovely just day of lying around. Doing ketamine. Yeah, just, <laughs> just banging out. Down a K-hole. 
No, but just I just had meditation music on. I, I was writing yesterday. I was like working on my new show. Started throwing ideas around. Did it? I've been doing doing it different this time. I'm doing. I'm going to do a different training camp this year for my show. What like music on and stuff? Yeah, like just I, I basically just lay with meditation music on for a couple of hours, just thinking through all these ideas and things I, I think would be funny and what I want to say. And then I changed it up and put real upbeat dance like music on and then fucked around like just getting different energy going and all that. It's proper nice. hippie shit, but. It's good, man. Get, I wrote loads of ideas. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so that's my plan this year as my show. It's going to be different, I reckon. It's going to be a slight change in... Challenge yourself. Um, but yeah, get the albums going. You too, Julian. Get, get, get an album out there. I might do, man. Yeah, it feels good. It feels I might, like I might drop an album this year, you know what I mean? <laughs> I might do a dubstep album. <laughs> I might do a folk album. <laughs> <laughs> right, we need to wrap it up. We've banged on for way longer than normal. It was fun, I really enjoyed it. It was a good one. It was really free flowing chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pressed to stop. All right, um, so how long are you in town? Are you doing gigs while you're here? Uh, yeah, but just new material stuff. Cool. Uh, so it's not worth seeing me. Uh, if, yeah, if you actually, if you want to check it out, uh, you can get my album on iTunes. Yes. Uh, or if you don't want to pay for it, it's free on Spotify. I actually, I just want you to listen to it. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind. Yeah making any money out of it just yeah just give it a go because you might like go. it um, and we will it's in the intro it'll be, talk, it'll be saying about uh, doing some live shows Leicester Comedy Festival mm-hmm. Hot Water's just gone on sale we're doing Hot, hot Water, water Liverpool. Liverpool yeah we're just going to do a little night of both of us doing stand up that'll be fun and Colchester and Crew Crew that's it, it? big up our crew big up <laughs> and um, yeah that's that we'll speak to you soon um, get in touch. Email the two vegan idiots two at gmail dot com. Oh wow, well, I guess that is. Did you just guess that? Yeah, that's good. I mean, that is the logical answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, my my personal email address is still my first ever comedy email address. Is it a Gmail? It? it is. Yeah, I need to change. Caldonly comedy at hotmail dot co dot uk. Unnecessarily <laughs> close to my personal email. <laughs> Um, but yeah, apart from that. Also, um, quickly, I'm going to plug my podcast, Topical Island. Topical Island. If anyone wants to listen to that, have a listen. Do you do it with um, American guests? Either on my own or with ideally with guests. Yeah. But it all depends on where I am in the world, uh, and I just explore topical subjects. Um, I, I've, I've been thinking of starting a, on like a solo. What, just when I'm on the road, just gigging. Like, yeah, you, know, you just can just do it into your iPhone. That's Is that I mean. how you do it? No, I've got my basically. I mean, I've got my Mac. It's a bit better, and you edit it and stuff. And because it's set on a sort of imaginary island, I have like sort of a, a sort of background sound of like forests. And I and I don't do it on my own. There's this guy called Gregory. He's a chimpanzee. And so when I sort <laughs> oh, of speak, that's helpful then. <laughs> so, so when I speak out loud to myself, I sort of create this character in in there. And so I can actually have like this weird conversation with a chimpanzee. Uh, it, 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 it does make sense. Sounds, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like you're going sense. mad, man. But it's, it's a good way of just allowing yourself to get a bit silly uh, on your own. Because when you just talk on your own, it can be a bit more of a drone. You can yeah, 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 I tried yeah. it. I did a 15-minute one and released it just by itself, just talking whatever. Yeah, yeah, So I think, yeah, it's good to have it's a good, good way It's a good way to like feel like you've got a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> by adding sound effects. Um, yeah, I think we're going to do a solo. Do it. I've seen a doing one called Comedians in Tears Getting Coffee. <laughs> 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 it's me and a comic just getting real deep over coffee. Comedians? Yeah. Or just a comedian if you're doing a solo. I know, one. just me and one comedian, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just, oh, I just see. When it's I'm just away, gig, basically, it's just something to do when I'm away from home gigging. 
Just whoever I mean, you're working with. You know, yeah, you know, if you're in a, you always find yourself in weekends with people that you might not know that well. And it'd be basically me and somebody or maybe you don't know that well and we just have to talk about very personal issues over a coffee. Oh, wow. Like a yeah. therapy chair. Yeah. So it's I was thinking idea. of doing it. Just, like on, just on my phone, just when I'm away, just a little solo. I feel like we did a bit of that with Eric, actually. Yeah, Today was, nice. was good. We got deep. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. I hope you got a lot from him. I learned a lot, certainly. I think we all learned a lot about each other today. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Take <laughs> Yes. No, no, no. I'm like, okay.